welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, West Virginia, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. Our goal is to motivate and educate our listeners with these inspirational business stories. There are many positive things happening in West Virginia business that most people don't ever hear about. We're trying to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. They're right here in our state. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Stephanie Swaim and her company, Hoot and Howl. Stephanie, are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Stephanie, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. Stephanie Swaim is the owner of Hoot and Howl, located in Morgantown, West Virginia, in Montegalia County. Hoot and Howe is an artisan shop in, right in the downtown area, and the shop carries works of more than 90 artisans. 75% of them hail from West Virginia, and all of their products made are, are actually made in the USA. That's the one thing that, that Stephanie's going to talk about, uh, where her artisans are from and the kind of products that they carry. They host um, artists and artisans almost every month for pop-ups and workshops and are very active in downtown events. And they try to support the entire artisan community as well as the community of Morgantown in all ways possible. Hoot and Howl just celebrated their one year anniversary. That is awesome. And in that short time, they have won best place to shop in Mountaineer country from West Virginia Living Magazine back in 2018. I invited Stephanie on the show today to talk about her company, to share her story, and to give our audience some insight, some valuable insight into her business in West Virginia. Stephanie, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro I just gave, and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Okay. Uh, well, I'm uh, what, uh, I'm a Virginia native, and I moved to West Virginia about 12 years ago now. Yeah. And, um, you know, this has just been a dream of mine for so long. Uh, a friend of mine opened a little store back home, and it was very inspiring. And, you know, I've, I've, I've made things and created things with my own hands for as long as I can remember. So to be able to have my own store and, and, you know, sell those things and bring in other beautiful things from other makers in the area is just, it's just been a passion for so long. So um, back in 2018, a friend of mine had reached out to me who was in the space previously with uh, Retroteek. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm moving. And she said, you know, I'd hate to see this storefront set empty because we do have a couple of other empty spaces on that street. And she said, you should think about it. So I did. And that's all I could think about for two weeks straight was just, you know, I think it's time. I, I think I'm never going to actually be ready. And it's just time to jump. Mm. And so I did. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Stephanie, Talk a little bit about how you actually got into this line of work, like working with, you know, you're like an artisan boutique, right? And I, I right. Almost, I've been into your shop a couple of times, and, you know, I feel like you're almost like a, a curator curator of artisanal works, uh, things that are vintage, 
you know, so there you've got some things in there that are that are um, you know almost like antique kind of relics and things of that nature that are really unique. But then you also have these modern things that are just brand new and so forth. So talk a little bit about how how you got started into this line of work. Yeah, that that's a really good way to put it, Jim. As a curator, mm. um, you know, picking and choosing on what I think will fit the store and its aesthetic and kind of my style as well. Yeah. And then trying to pull it all together for the customer. And, you know, one of the nice things is, is from the very beginning, I've been able to set that standard with customers where if they, if they mention something to me or mention an artist that they really like, that's local or, Hey, do you ever think you'll get this in? You know, Mm. I'll work towards doing that because I know that that's going to, you know, make them, understand that I'm there for them. I mean, that's what the store is for. It's for Mm -hmm. our community. It's not Mm -hmm. just, you know, another random, you know, made in China shop. This is, this is a a store that's all about community and and pulling people together. And that's, that's just kind of a good way to build it, build upon that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, kind of like thinking about how you got started in this business or do you do you have an affinity for artists are you an artist yourself or talk a little bit about that yeah yeah so i make uh i make jewelry and i make other random things and a little fiber art here and there crochet um uh just random i like to do a lot of things i'm not very good at drawing you don't want to see that (laughs) (laughs) um but you know i've definitely dabbled with a little bit of everything um, I even really enjoy graphic design. Uh, that That's something that I strongly like, too. So, you know, I can kind of do that and, and merge that into an artisan's type of uh, medium. Um, but, yeah, so I had a shop, a little booth at Eloquence on the Mile Ground, uh, okay. the little antique store up there. Yeah. And I had my vintage clothing. I've always loved vintage clothes and just sort of had an eye for the mid-century modern style and mm. I keep finding these things and I'm just like, I don't have room for that. So I'm going to share it with someone else. So I ended up opening a space there. And I also had my handmade items like my jewelry and um, some other handmade goods. And in the winter, I do a lot of scarves and uh, hats and gloves and things like that. And um, kind of it just sort of merged into a one all or like one business with both things, you know, sort of just vintage inspired Yes. art and creations and then you have like the clothing and the furniture and little things like that so it naturally came together when i opened the shop mm. to put my own vintage in there because i have a massive collection in my garage mm. <laughs> of yeah things. yeah that's so cool yeah and then with bringing on a couple of the artisans that we have in there that do the refurbished goods um you know, that brought on some more uh, vintage items because they either refinished them, refurbished them, or, you know, with with Randy, with Salvage Nation, he also is a picker. So not only do we have refurbished goods from him, but we also have some, a little bit of his vintage as well. Wow, that's, that's very neat. So, Stephanie, you know, I always like to ask, what is your 30-second pitch for Hoot and Howl? In other words, what is it that you tell people you, you do in 30 seconds? When people walk in the door and they've never been in the shop before, the first thing I say is we're an artisan shop. We have a very eclectic mix of goods from people in the area as well as, you know, from other places in the United States Mm. and a little bit of vintage. Mm. Yeah, it's perfect. That's like 10 seconds. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a quick in the door. This is what we are. This is who we are. And I always make sure to say that we're made in the USA. We do have one fair trade company that we work with. She's from here in Morgantown. And yeah. she supports communities that, you know, 
she's helping those communities grow with bringing in their items. And I only work with her specifically. And we just have a very small amount of goods from her, but they're very high quality and it's supporting their community, which is amazing. Yeah. So but everything else is made here. So Stephanie, just, you know, so our listeners can get a better understanding, kind of talk a little bit about, you know, if they were to walk into your store today, what would they expect to see? We have um, a variety of West Virginia items, so you can get anything from a T-shirt to hats to men's handmade wallets to mm. body products, candles, beautiful jewelry. Uh, we've got fun notebooks and planners and uh, some furniture for sale, and we've got these great Bluetooth radios. They're, they're vintage that have been upcycled and refurbished, and you play them like a speaker. Um, it, it's an ever evolving shop because we, we, we change things all the time and we get new product in almost every day. Mm. So most of the time when folks come in, I hear, okay, what did you get new this week? Or, oh my God, oh my goodness, this looks so different than the last time that I was in here. Yeah. And it's not that I'm moving furniture around. It's just that we get so many new things in and we re-merchandise, you know, my friends that help me, we re-merchandise a lot. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, yeah. I could tell you just in the Morgantown area, you know, Hoot and Howe has a great reputation for that, as well as the quality of products that you carry. I, I, and I'm just going to relay a little insider information from, you know, to our audience. But uh, my wife, Rebecca, and I went, went down, uh, we've been in the store a couple of times, like I mentioned, and, you know, it's, um, it's neat because you know, as a guy, you go into a gift shop and it's like, oh, okay, but this, there's so much cool stuff in there for guys too, you know. Uh, we were doing, you mentioned the uh, mid-century modern decor that you have an affinity for. And, you know, we uh, recently did our office here at Interaction Media uh, with that kind of a vibe. And uh, one of my prized things that we've added to the, you know, our uh, decor is, is a vintage microphone. <laughs> obviously because we're in the media business and, and we bought that uh, antique mic off of you and it's prominently displayed right as soon as you walk in to the office and that's really cool so i would encourage if, if for our listeners before we go too further uh too much further in the, the interview here go down and check it out because you know it's hard to describe it and i kind of put you on the spot but you did a great job of describing what you do in 30 seconds but you got to actually go and, and check it out it's a very very cool shop so stephanie all that to say is what what, what would you say is the thing you're most excited for, for your for your company, your business, your your shop there in downtown Morgantown right now? What's the thing that has you excited? Christmas. <laughs> I'm excited and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'm just excited and nervous. I'm nervous because last year it was just, I mean, it was overwhelming because mm. it was just me and it's just, you know, I didn't know. I had no idea going into this, you know, that, that I, I knew it would be good. I knew people would enjoy the shop, but I, I had no idea that it would be this much of a positive response from the community. And I was just so busy at Christmas and I, I couldn't, you know, <laughs> I couldn't, I just, it was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm excited because we have so many fun events that we do downtown in regards to Christmas. We have Small Business Saturday and we have a holiday mark or holiday event and we have our um, wreath decorating contest. And we're trying to put together another little event this year to, to bring the community together. And, mm. you know, we just we have all these little fun things that are going on. And I'm trying to 
schedule a couple of special artisans to come in on Saturday mornings for a couple of hours during the month of December. So they can bring items that we wouldn't necessarily have in the shop at that time. Mm. And that would open up another opportunity for folks that are looking for really great gifts. And so I'm just really, I'm excited. They're starting to kind of be a buzz in the air about Christmas. And it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Well, I'm excited for you. You know, the thing, just listening to that, that uh, your comments there on that question, it, it kind of makes me think, you know, thinking out of the box, you know, that's kind of an overused, you know, term, but the created creativity and creative ideas and, and thinking forwardly, okay, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that makes downtown areas, especially in West Virginia, so vibrant and alive, right? Oh, absolutely. Retail is changing, right? With online shopping, et cetera, you know, the mall experience is all changing. Where where people spend their money is is changing is, is, is extremely different than what it was even 10 years ago. And I think of people like you who are committed to this downtown area, keeping that space occupied from your friend right and seeing that vision and, and bringing your enthusiasm and creativity and passion and and having a, a store that um, provides not only a service and an outlet for artisans but tremendous opportunities for consumers is, right. is extremely important in this day and age so I want to commend you for that I think what you're doing is really cool uh, especially in in a downtown like Morgantown that's you know obviously it's going through a cycle right now right mm-hmm Yes, it is. So, so talk, Stephanie. If you could talk a little bit about the the geographic market that you serve, where where are your customers coming from? It, you know, it's it's hard to say. A lot of people say, "Do you get a lot?" I bet you get a lot of college students. And I'd say, sure, yeah, we get a lot of college students, but we mm-hmm. also get a lot of locals, and we get a lot of people from out of town. Yeah, um, I get a lot of people that say, oh, you know, I've been wanting to come up. We're from Huntington, or we're from Charleston, and we're just up for the day, and we came to see our family, and we really wanted to stop in. And yeah. then I get a lot of people that find us in West Virginia Living Magazine, or they heard about us from our friend or social media, which is you know, a huge, huge help for, for small businesses. Yeah. And they, they find us that way and they're staying in the area or they're in for a convention or a conference and they come in and check out the shop because, you know, they just happen to find us online. So yeah, we have a, so a variety cool. of people coming from all over the state. And, I, and I'd say, you know, I get a lot of people in, oh, I'm from Ohio. I try to ask people, you know, where are you from? Yeah. Or are you from the area? If, if they want, you know, if, it's a small shop, so, and I talk a lot, so <laughs> it tends to be a conversation that just naturally happens where you come in, and if someone gets super talkative, you know, we'll have this conversation. Where are you from? What you doing? What are you doing next? Hey, you should go check out this store next door to us or yeah. just down around the yeah, block. That's great. You know, yep. and that kind of opens up a, another, you know, community aspect. Like, let's, let's link it all together. Mm. But I try to find out, like, where are you from and what brought you here? That's so smart. it's yeah. I can't really say it's just one, you know, demographic. I would say it's it's our whole state that's coming up and when they visit they stop or they heard about us from their friend and they stop. Yeah. And we've got artisans from all over the state right now. So, you know, they're sharing that they're in our shop and when their friends come up, they have to come in and see their friends' items. Yeah, it, that collaboration and community, that sense of community is is uh is working for you. It's amazing. Yeah. How many do, uh, employees do you have, Stephanie? Just me. I do have two friends that help me out uh, during special events and with some merchandising. Mm-hmm. Um, but employee-wise, it's it's just me. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's great. You're a you're a solopreneur, right? 
Yes. All right. So you, you moved here from the state of Virginia. Uh, you opened this shop in Morgantown. What would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? Community. Hmm. The people in the community. Absolutely. 100 percent. Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of given us a couple of examples of that. And not, absolutely. You know, not only collaborating with your customers, uh, f- listening to them you know, what kinds of things are they asking for and delivering on that, but also collaborating with other local businesses in West Virginia and especially in Morgantown and then the artisans themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, we, we live in a a challenging state. We truly do. And, um, I think the people that live here are, you know, committed to making this state better Mm and making what they can out of it and, and bringing more people here and bringing more, um, businesses here. And they're just passionate about it. And when I opened, I mean, just the, just the community in the area embraced me. And then with the artisans Mm -hmm. coming in and, you know, it's just, it's West Virginia just has a, a strong sense of community. I think anywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that quite a bit. So I think, you know, not only are you talking about it, but you're exemplifying it. And I think that's really cool. Stephanie, you know, I always act, like to ask our guests uh, to take us to that point in their worst business moment, uh, because I think there's a lot to, you know, to learn from those trying times. You know, our show's called Positively West Virginia, and it so- sounds kind of uh, uh, counterintuitive to ask a question like this, but I think it's really important for our, our audience to understand, like, it's, you got to go through the fire sometimes, but take us to that place of your worst business moment and share that story with us. Oh my goodness. Um, I've thought, I thought about this and, and I, I would say it's having to put two floors down in my shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we first opened up my idea behind the, the, the way the store looked was this, um, you know, uh, gray sort of um, hardwood looking floor that we installed the weekend we redid the the we redid the shop and it yeah. looked amazing it looked beautiful it was what a boutique what a small you know artisan shop should look like yeah. it had a, a great comfortable feel to it it was very clean it was very modern but it it was warm as well yeah and within just a few weeks the floor in the front of the shop started to shift and the sun was was coming down on it and it was moving and it was opening up and, and fall like rising and falling and when it would fall it would separate. Oh my goodness. And I was terrified. I was I was thinking someone is going to get hurt, someone is going to trip on this floor, someone's going to see this and I'm gonna be embarrassed. You know, it was just it was just a very stressful situation. Mm. So I I unfortunately took the flooring back up in the front of the store probably three times before I gave up on it. I tried it and I tried it and I tried it and it just wasn't working. Um, the the floor, the, the space itself is, I think the building is from the early 1800s, they said. Oh my. So, you know, you can imagine the layers of flooring that are, mm. that's underneath of yeah. what I, what I'm at. And, you know, all the way down to probably the asbestos tiling that's down there somewhere. Yeah. And there's gaps and, and settling and holes and, you know, just all sorts of areas on that floor that caused the floor to not be flat enough to support a snap and lock yeah. style vinyl flooring. So I had to bite the bullet. I had to close for a day. Um, and we took my Sunday, I think it was a Sunday and a Monday or a Monday and a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we had, we took the flooring up 
and I did all of that myself. And then we pulled all the carpet up myself and I had to move all of the merchandise around the store and all the big oh stru- you know, tables. And the- <laughs> it was, it was a lot of work that we did in a short amount of time. And then we had some folks come in, um, and put flooring down for me. And that was done. Uh, that took a day to do as well. And while I didn't, you know, I was upset about having to put down a carpet because carpet and retail is kind of like, eh, you know, it's, I'm going to have to keep, you know, keep spot cleaning it. Mm-hmm. It's going to get worn quickly and it's mm-hmm. just not the same feel, but you know, it kind of makes you realize like that nothing is going to be the way that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And you just have to go with it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was stressful and it was a lot of work, but you know what? It's fixed and it looks better and I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to worry about someone falling or tripping or, you know, and it, it, it may not be exactly what I look, when I look back and look at the pictures of when I opened and how beautiful that was, you know, you just have to say, well, that's just what happens. You yeah. just have to do it. Well, you know, that's a that's a great takeaway that you learn from that. Maybe, maybe to some might be a small, you know, inconvenience or a small thing, but it was a big, it was a traumatic thing that you had to face in your first year of business and, and being able to, to, you know, attack that head on and learn that valuable lesson. That's, that's huge. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, you go into this idea that you want everything to be exactly how it should be, you know, but then you realize when you open a little business that, you know, that's just, things aren't just going to happen like that. You know, you're going to try to do one thing and you're, you're not going to be able to do that. So you just have to go with it and do something different or, or strategize and come up with another plan. And that's kind of how business is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, Stephanie, I really appreciate you sharing that. I want to take a second just to mention the uh, incredible sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia. And they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest once again today is Stephanie Swaim with Hoot & Howe, based in Morgantown, West Virginia. Stephanie, let's get back into it. What is the vision that you have for your company, Hoot & Howe, long-term? I really don't know. I mean, we're, we're a small shop, so I can't say I want this major growth, and I, I definitely don't want that, being that it's still just me, and you know, I'm still getting my feet wet. But I, I don't have a business background, so I don't. I didn't go and get a degree. Don't mm-hmm. you know have any certificates in it? So I feel like I'm still learning everything as I go. Yeah. And I think just just surviving is really all that any small business could ask for. You know, I want to keep you know doing what I'm doing and being happy and keeping my customers and keeping my artisans and keeping my community happy. And I think that that is. You know, that's just my main goal yeah. right now. Well, that, that's cool. You know, and in, in, in business, you'll learn this as you go th- go through it. You'll have phases, you know, and that, um, you know, I kind of put it into three little buckets. And one's called, you know, survival. <laughs> then the next one's called success. And, the, and then the third one's called significance, you know. And I think people and businesses kind of travel through these phases. And some go back and forth between you know and uh, yeah. you know, just you know most companies don't make it past the first year you know so the fact that you're into your second year that's a great sign so be encouraged by that for sure and and the vision will come you know as you get into it and learn and I, I love the way that you're you know listening to people and listening to your your 
customers out there in the community. I think that's really important. So hats off to you for that. How do you attract new business, new customers coming in? You mentioned like travelers coming in and, but how do you, how do you get the word out there about what you're doing? I think in a lot of ways, it's sort of a natural process, you know, social media and the artisans sharing and and telling their friends. And I, I try to go to a lot of events around around town and, you know, support the artisans and go to shows and stop by pop-ups. And, Mm. you know, if I know somebody is, um, you know, setting up somewhere, I'm going to stop in and support them and and say hi and say, you know, have a great time while you're here. Good luck. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think just being around and present makes a big difference because people learn who I am and what I do and say, oh, I, you know, I've been meaning to come by your shop. I'll stop in next week. And they do, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. And and we were lucky enough to get in the West Virginia Living Magazine, which was uh, that was like a that's like a fifteen minute fame moment for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How did this happen? Oh my goodness, I'm in the cool. magazine. That's great. You know, yeah. and, and I don't even know. It, it was that was so exciting to me um, because that magazine is just beautiful. They mm. do such a wonderful job of portraying absolutely. our state in a beautiful light, mm. you know. So I think that that definitely helped, and you know. Uh, when we when we do things like we just recently um, uh, kicked off the camp a kindness campaign called Handmade Hearts for West Virginia, and you know I post that event online and I talk a little bit about it and the paper learned about it and they stopped in and they did a little write up and took a photo about it and hmm. you know helped us spread the word and cool, yeah. so it's all it's all just sort of a natural thing I think just being involved in the community and being around helps to grow that customer base. Yeah, absolutely. Stephanie, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or entrepreneurs maybe thinking about starting something just like you did in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would have for them? You're never going to find the right moment. Um, You can sit around and say, okay, well, maybe in two years I'll be ready or maybe, you know, in three to four years I'll be ready to do this. But if, if that's all you can think about, and that's and that's your passion. If you are that passionate about it, you need to just jump mm. because there's never going to be the right moment. You're never going to be 100 percent ready to open a business to, you know, commit your life to that business for the first several years of being open. That's all you'll do. You know, so you just you just do it. Mm. And, and just if you're passionate about it and you love what you are, what love what you're doing and you stand for that, then then you'll do a great job because you know that you're the person who is driving that, that business along that you're behind that, that you're, you're its biggest fan, you know, so you can just keep going and going and telling people about it and being passionate about it. You're going to put all your love and energy into it. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, yeah. yeah. You just got to go, you just yeah. got to do it. That's really uh, interesting uh, insight for, for sure. Steph, Stephanie, what's one thing you do everything or every day that you think contributes to your success? Like one thing that you do. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would say social media, you know, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's rarely a day that I'll miss that, but I, I usually will share what came in that day on social media, mm. but I also make sure to respond to people. Yeah. You know, if they comment, someone comments on anything on our on Instagram or Facebook or leaves a review, um, you know, I keep up on that because I want them to know that that didn't fall on deaf ears that I, oh yeah, we do have that. Or, oh my gosh, thank you so much for the review. Mm. Cause that really does mean 
everything in the world to to me in the sh- in the shop, you know. And yeah, I think keeping absolutely. up with the social media um, that helps me stay connected with the community of folks too. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to imagine, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to think of starting a, a business like Hoot and Howl. 20 years ago, you know, oh my goodness. can you imagine <laughs> like, how would you get the word out? Right. And, oh, I know. I know. And then in, in today's, um, social media world, I mean, it, it's, you can build a following, you can, you know, you could put your products out there and say, Hey, look, we just got this in today. Or, you know, like you said, have conversations virtually with people just through uh, social media. It's pretty awesome. And I think right. that's, uh, it's pretty neat that you're leveraging the power of that for sure. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people? I don't read a whole lot. I don't have a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would tell you I carry a notebook around with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep a lot of lists, and that's sort of my go-to. Is you know, and if I'm, I don't, I don't have time to pick up a book and and you know, sit down and and shut my mind off enough for that. But I do make a lot of lists and. And looking back at those lists and thinking, okay, well, maybe not this, but how about this instead? It's sort of a, a brainstorming technique that I do with myself. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's cool. I like it, especially, uh, uh, you know, I, I refer to them as solopreneurs. You know, one person op- operation can be very, very fulfilling, rewarding, you know, gratifying, all those things, profitable. Uh, but, you know, sometimes having, you know, you lack that interaction, right, of, having a, a board of directors or employees that can bounce feed, you know, have feedback. So a lot of times you do have to talk to yourself, right? And I right. Think, I think that's a, a, a neat, uh, neat way that you have of, of doing that and keeping track of your thoughts. Stephanie, as we wrap up our interview here, uh, um, how can our listeners learn more about Hoot and How and maybe get in touch with you? Well, uh, we're all over, all over social media. Um, if you look us up, on Instagram, Facebook, or Gmail, um, anything that you want to go through there is shop hoot and how a N D is spelled out. So shop hoot and how at Gmail. Um, you can find our website is also shop hoot and mm-hmm. Um, stop in and, you know, if you want to know anything about the artisans that we have in the store, I can tell you where they're all from and tell you a little bit about them and their process. And just give you a nice um, introduction about what we're doing down there. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll make sure we have all uh, links to all those things that you just mentioned, uh, including your social, social media and your website and everything, on our show notes for, at PositivelyWV.com. Stephanie, is there anything um, that we didn't touch upon that you think uh, would be of value to our audience today? Um, I, I, there, is, um, there is an app that I use yeah. often, and I know that was kind of a, I know in maybe in past interviews, you've asked people, what's something that you use on a date, you know, yes, all yeah, the time that yeah, you can't live yeah, without. Yes, and I thought about that. Yep. And, you know, one of those things is it's called Adobe Spark Post. And I try to tell my friends downtown mm. that, you know, the, the business owners that are on Main Street, Morgantown's board, we talk about social media a lot. And I bring that, that app up a lot because it's a quick, easy thing you know, you need to make a graphic for an event. You need to make a graphic for a post or something like that. It's called Adobe Spark Post. They've got free photo stock on there. So if you wanted to use a photo that's already in there, you, you have that capability. But you can mm-hmm. add text. You can add your logo. Um, you can, you know, put together something very quickly and easily that's not going to take all day to do. You know, I think that, you know, 
every business should be utilizing social media, but I mm. think it shouldn't take all of all day long. I think oh. it should take you 15 minutes. Yeah, and great. Spark yeah. Post is one of those apps that can help you do that. Thank you for, for sure. sharing that. Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to definitely check that out. We're yeah, actually, check it out. We're actually recording this podcast on an Adobe product, so that's oh, great. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, we, we use uh, we have a bunch of licenses for for their stuff, so I'm going to definitely check that out for sure. And yeah. Thank you for you, sharing that. Yeah. So you can actually log into that with your Adobe Creative Cloud and have different access than those awesome. that are just guests to it. Yeah, check yep. it out. You yep. really like it, Jim. All right. That sounds great. Stephanie, it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today. I love what you're doing with Hoot and Howl. Uh, I love the, your enthusiasm, your creativity, what you're doing to revitalize uh, doing your part to revitalize the um, downtown area of Morgantown. Uh, it's much needed, and I think what you're doing is really awesome. So just encourage you to keep it up. Thank you. You too. Yeah, thanks. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Stephanie Swaim and her company Hoot and Howl in Morgantown, West Virginia. Our, com- our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you, were no- uh, if you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We have a form you can fill out right there, and we encourage um, you guys to do that. And we appreciate, of course, all of your comments and encouragement as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.